And now, you're welcome to the OMN NBA podcast. They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down to Inside, Tatum spins. Right. Welcome everyone. Welcome to another episode of of the OMN NBA podcast. I'm with your boys Peter, who is a Phoenix Suns fan, Sammy, who is a, a Memphis Grizzlies fan, and we have Caleb. <laughs> Caleb is on is, is one of our, our, our hosts who's always on here, as you guys know. Um, but yeah, uh, let's go. We have a lot to to talk about today. We haven't been on in a couple of weeks. Um, so we we, we've got a lot to to share with you guys today. Um, and as you all know, um, we do this with, with Jamie and Derek, and they, they're not here today. So I'm happy to bring on Peter, who, who you know, Peter, what's up, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Yeah, and man. then we have we have Sammy. Sammy's also new with us. Sammy, what's up, bro? Yeah, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Nice you're to you. Good. Nice to have me out on. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Caleb, are you there, Caleb? What's up, bro? <laughs> bro, I'm vibing. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm thanking in my personal life for my, my own Victor MB, you know? <laughs> Whatever that that's, means, we'll just go with it. That's that's always great to know, man. Um, I'm, I'm happy to have you guys on here today to talk ball. You know, we, we love the sport, so we it's always great to share, you know, um, this with, with, with all our listeners. Um, anyway, let's, let's dive right into it. Um, first of all, um, everyone in here supports a different team, so I want to know how your team's doing this season. What do you guys think about your teams? Um, you know, how far do you think your teams can go? You know, starting with with Peter. Uh, how far the Suns can go, or how yeah. far? How far uh, the Suns can go? Look, like it's weird. The Western Conference seems wide open. Granted, we've only th- seen three weeks of basketball, and we have like five months of regular season basketball to sit through. So obviously that could change, but from where I'm looking, I don't see an obvious team that's miles better than everybody else in the Western Conference that has their shit figured out. Like the Jazz are currently top of the Western Conference, which is a sentence that nobody was saying a month ago. Like, let's be honest. The Jazz, I think they're actually good. I didn't think Larry Markkinen could be leading a team sitting top of a conference three weeks into a season. But that looks the way it is. The Warriors, their bench seems to be playing against them. I don't know. Like, ever since Draymond punched Jordan Poole in the face, their defense hasn't been the same. Could they figure it out? Yeah, sure, they could. Uh, But, like, hey, man, I have to see it, you know. Uh, The Suns look fine to me, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, It sucks that Cam Johnson uh, tore his meniscus, uh, had surgery to shave it down, so he should be back in about eight weeks. Um, Jay Crowder is sitting at home, uh, tweeting in all caps saying he's not going to show up, basically going on a strike. So, um, it'd be nice to trade Jay Crowder soon enough to get some actual reinforcements for the bench, which I think is pretty weak. Right. But, um, other than that, man, like I think the Suns could come out of the West. I, th- I I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. rule it out, you know. So, I'm happy with the start to the season. 
Um, all things considered, I think Suns are eight and three at the time of recording on Thursday, November 10th. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we play Orlando tomorrow. That should be a win. Play Miami on Monday should be a win if everybody's not hung over from being in Florida for the weekend. But, uh, yeah, it's it's going, man. It's all right. I'm so, so far, so good, right? Yeah, man, no complaints. Yeah. I'm, I was going to ask you about the Giacarda situation. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, I mean, I know you said you, you'd love to trade him and get some pieces back, but, like, with the whole, with, like, with what's going on? Like, what do you think? How did this start and how did it get so far right Pretty now? Pretty much, right? So, Kevin Durant said he wanted to get traded to the Suns sometime in like July, right before like free agency, I think. And um, pretty much from then, a bunch of the Suns roster has been put in potential Kevin Durant trade rumors, including Jay Crowder, because he's on a $10.3 million expiring contract. Jay Crowder was also going to lose his starting spot this season, regardless, because Cam Johnson who was coming off the bench last year, was always going to start this year. And he wants to get paid like a starter and still play like starters minutes, which is confusing to me because him and Cam both ended up playing like 25, 26 minutes a game last season anyways. There's no reason to think that wouldn't have happened if he could just come back to the team. But a few days before training camp, he, treated, he tweeted like, my time in Phoenix has been great, but like basically I'm not showing up. He's like, I need to go somewhere where I'm wanted. I was like, all right, like be dramatic, whatever, whatever you want to do. But basically, he's not there because he doesn't want to be there. No one told him to not show up. No one said that. The plan was for him to come off the bench. He doesn't want to do that. Right. He wants to get traded and work out a contract extension, which I understand in a vacuum. But it's not like there's a bunch of destinations in the NBA that need a Jay Crowder to start for their team right now where he's going to play meaningful basketball. You know? I agree. Yeah, he's kind of um, kind of put himself in a tough spot. Maybe he thinks he's better than he is. Like, but like, eh, whatever, man. So, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah I think he, they have to yeah. work out a trade. You can't take him back. He doesn't want to be back. I don't think the team wants him back. Like he did walk out on them. Mm-hmm. No one told he him did. to not show up. There was no beef right. between Jay Crowder reportedly and any of the players. He walked out on them. So no matter what the Suns' injury crisis is currently, like Chris Paul's got like a minor heel problem. Cam Johnson's out for the next eight weeks uh campaigns battling through like some foot problems whatever but they're not going to call jay crowder and take him back all these memes about jay crowder going back to the suns it's not going to happen yeah because he doesn't want to be there it's not the team didn't want him there but after they started the season without you and they're playing all right there's no reason to take Mm -hmm. him back i totally agree totally agree because um i think he thinks he's better than what he is that's what Mm -hmm. i think it is um i think he thinks he Deserves like a you know a big contract elsewhere, um, you know you know all these things coming to play. But <laughs> you I guys are good with that. An extension, but he's not going to get anything that's an increase on the three-year, twenty-nine million dollar mm-hmm. deal he originally signed to come to Phoenix in the first place. Right. Like he's gonna kind of be an eight to ten mil a year guy, yeah. playing three and D rotation minutes for any decent team wherever he goes. So I don't know what he thinks he's gonna walk into but it's going to be a fairly similar role to what he was going to be mm-hmm. asked to play this season anyways. Right. I understand this from him. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is going to drag to like the trade deadline. Um, it's going to be. Hey, <laughs> hey, if that's how long it takes for the Suns to yeah. work out a decent trade, I don't mind it. Like, yeah, because I looked at the Suns, they own their next, the next seven drafts. They own mm-hmm. all of their picks have complete control over all of them. Right. Chris so there's no rush to trade. Out. So like, yeah, if it comes down to trading Jay Crowder, some other piece on the bench, mm-hmm. and a draft pick or two to a tanking team that has a piece that we could use, I don't mind it. Right. You know, 
that's what they have to do. That's what they have to do. And if they have to wait to do it, then I'm cool with that. It's not like the Suns are three and eight and need help. Right. There's no reason to panic, you know. So don't get rushed into a shitty trade because Jay Crowder is upset. If it's going to help the team, then yes, help the team. Ideally, don't lose Drake Crowder for nothing. Trade him at the deadline for whatever you can get if it drags on that long. Right. But hey, if there's a way they can get a Kyle Kuzma or like a Jordan Clarkson type of player, mm-hmm. it's going to cost a first-round pick and maybe a second-round pick at some point as well. But it's like, hey, if that's what you have to do, that's what you have to do. It is what it is. Yeah, I hear it. I hear it. Um, Sammy, what's up, bro? Uh, yo, 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 bro. What's up with, with the Memphis Grizzlies so far? What what have you seen yeah. from them? What are you happy about? What are you not happy about? What do you think? How do you think the team is uh, going to do in the long term? Yeah, we've been good. Uh, I mean, we are kind of like, we have this vibe about us that we don't really want to be on top very early. They like to kind of sneak up on teams, you know. So I like that we are around like we are number five. You know, understandings like a fifth, eight and four, not too bad. I'm okay with that. I mean, the games we've lost, uh, we lost against um, Utah twice by one point. Ja missed that game. And then the other game, Bain missed. Okay. We took a beat down at Dallas, but that's okay. And we lost by 3.2. The Celtics. So I'm not too mad with with our, our record now. I mean, um, JJJ will come back as well. So we have that as well. And then Zaire Williams as well, who who played them um, um, in the summer league. Is uh, will be in the second year. We are hoping he'll come back better. Uh, we'll have to fix those two. We've seen a lot of improvements. You know, we. Adams was also injured for a bit. So we've had players going in and out of the lineup, but to still have an 18-4 record is impressive. So I'm okay with it. I'm not mad. Uh, I see the team progressing very well. Ja is playing at at a good level, and Bain is right there with him. I will still keep... I I will die on this hill. Best backcourt in the NBA. No doubt about it. Is that your hot take? No, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that, it's not, but that's also fact, you know. If, if I mean, it's arguable. Check, check the stats, check the stats, and, <laughs> and I mean, check the stats speak for themselves. And I think so. Are you, are you saying, oh, are you saying Ja and Bain are the best duo in the league right now? They are the best backcourt. I'm not saying duo. Because when I you mean... say duo, there are other guys. Because when you say duo, I mean, there's, there's, there's um, Joe Cage, Murray, that they are not backcourt, you know, but that they are a duo. So there are other guys that are duos that are kind of really good. But backcourt, that's the best. I mean, you can mention the Phoenix backcourt, but Chris Paul is not on his game. Um, Cleveland, the guys at Cleveland are good as well. The Atlanta guys are good. So there are a few teams that have good backcourt, but I will die on this hill. Best backcourt being yeah. And then I think by playoff time, people will kind of realize that the, these two players are actually the real deal. They'll know that these guys are actually the next, you know, the next, they might be, I, I'm not going to say the next Steph and Clay. I mean, people will be like, hey, no, no, those guys are, blah. people will overreact and say, no, those are champions, don't make, so 
I just say Dame will be the next, you know, the next big backcourt in the in the NBA. So I'm glad and I'm happy. JJJ will come back. Our defense will be better. We were really struggling on defense um, earlier in the season because I mean JJJ was is kind of he averages almost two blocks per game, so we're missing that, uh, and we have issues when uh, Adams is out of the lineup with rebounding. So teams kind of out rebound us, so they, we suffer on the board. But so far, I like the progress. I'm not mad. Yesterday we kind of had a very close game against the Spurs. We should have won very, very easily. We're really messing up. You know, it's just um, kind of one of those things that happen. The things that happen with young teams, you know, that we get carried away with, um, with, with the way the game is going, and then we just lose focus. I'm good with the 18-4. I think we can really, really, really make some noise this season. So I'm looking forward to the rest of the year. Thanks, Sammy. Um, I mean, your, your, your take your take is not far off, honestly. I think Ja and Bain are amazing basketball players. I think Ja is a little bit ahead of Bain right now, but Bain is is making great progress. And the basketball Bain is playing right now is, is phenomenal. He's shooting great from three like he did last year. Um you know, I, I like him. He's he's a good player. I, I really is he's one I like. I like to watch play. So it's it's not far. I think you guys have a great backcourt. You know, um, when when is um, Bain due for an extension? Um, this year we already kind of were, you know, trying to agree something with him this summer. But I mean, there was there's still no rush. You know, so. I am pretty sure by next summer, next that's next year's summer, we kind of have to extend him. We already extended for Ja and, and JJJ. They're the main guys, so that's good. So then now Bain is up, so Bain is due, so we have to pay Bain. I think that will be done. He's, you know, with the way we are playing now, we really, really shifted. The way we progress this team, we really move the team in the right direction. Like we had, um, maybe we had Jay Crowder. So it's, it's interesting that Peter was talking about it, but I don't think we have the pieces to draft for even we the direction we are going. I don't think we need a Jay Crowder now. But when we had um, Jonas Valanciunas and everything, we were playing a bit different, okay. And then, but we wanted to make our team more guard centered because I think with the picks. Ja and Bain, we knew we had something brewing. So we had to trade off um, Jonas Valanciunas and then bring in Adams, who's not really a scoring center, but who's going to really screen a lot for our guards. So the way we play has been very, very, very good. I think Bain will, will, make, will be a very good player very soon in the NBA that people will really kind of see, that, okay, that's one of the best, maybe top three, top five shooting guards in the league, hopefully. Uh, he's going to get paid, no problem. Um, our only issue was with Brooks, um, whether to trade him with last year's playoff and um, the issues. But I think so far he's understanding his role better now because then he has to understand that, okay, yeah, you were, were kind of drafted first, but, you know, these guys are the main guys now. So he has to settle into the, I'll say, the Draymond type of role, you know, more of a defensive anchor, you know. 
like like a Marcus Smart guy. Yeah, you take the odd shot here and there, but you're not really like the guy guy. So he needs to have the understanding, you know, stretch up the you know the game, you know, be very good, decent on three, you know, and be the guy that picks up the opposing's best player each night. You know, so we are in a good place. We need to figure out a few things, but I'm happy, yeah. And Bane yeah, Bain will get paid yeah. no problem. That's that's great to know. That's great to know. Um, Caleb, what's up, bro? Um, what's up with the Golden State Warriors? How's your team doing? What are your expectations? Um, what do you what do you think is going wrong with the Golden State Warriors right now? I was I was just enjoying some more talk about the the Grizzlies because <laughs> I was hoping they never had to get to yeah, my thing. But doesn't care. Um, yeah. I'll say it's been a horrible, a horrendous start to to the season. We're actually on the wrong side of history. Um, we are 0 for seven on the road. The first team to do that after winning the championship in the in the previous year. So that's that's a bad a bad record to have. I, I don't actually know what's happening to us, but I think the bench in in our last game you could see that the plus minus whenever. Kumenga or Jerome or Moses Moody, any anyone from from our bench, whenever they were on the court, they, they had a negative and um, plus minus. So, <laughs> I mean, we're obviously losing whenever uh, our bench players are on the, on the court. So it's it's terrible, and that's been the trend throughout the the season. I don't know if this is sustainable. I don't know what's going to be done to address it but i know they're up to something i'm I'm not really worried it's it's been surprising <laughs> i don't know if it's maybe a hangover from the the long off season because um i i i was actually thinking it was going to affect the celtics as well because we went to the finals but the celtics are actually winning some games so i don't i don't know the excuse here but I think we are giving minutes to some players who are not actually ready for, for these minutes. Because it's different when you have your Damian Lee, you have your Gary Payton and all that. But this time around, they they actually have to step up and, I mean, do do something. And you can see that they are not quite ready. So I just hope it gets better. I know they have it in them. I mean, Wiseman... Kuminga, Moody, Poole, and all all these guys, they're actually decent guys. So I don't know what's going on, but I'm also not really worried. It's it's just a start to the season. I know things will get better. There's so many games. I know we are definitely making the playoffs. I, I think it would be a lower seed, but we should be in there. We should be in there, most definitely. I'm not going to talk too much. <laughs> it's not it's not really a fun time for Warriors fans and I don't want to say too much. So it's it's all good. Yeah. Right. The the funny thing about the Warriors is you're starting starting five, um, which is Clay, Steph, Draymond, Kevon Looney, and Andrew Wiggins is the best starting five in the NBA right now in terms of net rating. So the bench yeah, that's is actually, actually true. wiping out everything the starters do <laughs> whenever they're on the court, which is crazy. But um I also think if it doesn't work out Pieces will get. I think people will get moved if it doesn't. Work. Players will get moved if it doesn't work out. Honestly, I think they'll get moved before the deadline if things are going south. But um, it is a, it's, it's very interesting to see what's going to happen. Um, I can't wait to see who is going to make the first move in terms of you know 
uh, moving pieces. But uh, yeah, to, to get us going, moving along. Um, I want to talk about which teams have, after the first 10, 11 games, which teams have surprised you guys the most? Um, Peter, which, which team has surprised you the most in terms of the way they've played um, their record right now? Are we like universally agreeing to keep Utah out of this conversation? <laughs> At this point, we have to. Yeah, yeah that's cool yeah, Everyone that's is going to say Utah. We actually have like yeah. a thought. Okay, let's 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 do like a top, a top, a top. Like, let's say top three teams that have impressed you so far. Okay, well, let, we're all going to have Utah. So let me just think mm-hmm. of two teams outside of right. that. Um, yeah. Portland. Mm-hmm. Well, why I Portland though? Mm-hmm. Them to put it together that quickly. I would say Portland, and then we'll see. Nothing in the West really surprised. I guess Minnesota, because they look like that coach is going to get fired. (laughs) So they surprise you negatively, right? Yeah, like they're surprising me pretty, like, in in a bad way. Like, they, especially after, like, how they ended last season, winning that playing game, Pat Bev acting like he won a championship for beating the Clippers in that playing game, and then losing that series hilariously to Memphis. Yeah. despite blowing, like, three different 20-point leads or whatever it was. You would have thought after the Gobert trade and them, like, basically selling the farm to bring in Rudy Gobert, they'd have some sort of, like, cohesion or some sort of, like, momentum. But, like, yeah. they're 5-7. and seven. Their wins are against the Thunder, the Rockets, uh, the Lakers, and then I think uh, the the Kings, I think it is. Actually, let me look. Why am, why am I... Yeah, so their wins are against the Thunder twice, the Spurs, the Lakers, and the Rockets. So basically the, like, lottery teams in the Western Conference. Any serious team they've played, they've lost. Yeah. I mean, after after sending all those draft picks and all those players the other way to um, to Utah – they yeah, have to be doing better, honestly. You would think they would be. You would think they'd be competent, but like they're, they don't even. Because I was watching. Because obviously the Suns played the Wolves last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was watching the game. I was like, oh, no, Chris Paul today. No, Cam Johnson. They'd be close. Like we might win, but I don't know. And then midway through the third quarter, we're up by twenty-eight. I was like, wait, this team sucks. This team we're playing sucks. Like they're terrible. You know. So it's it's like I, I didn't think they'd look that bad. Yeah. I thought it'd be somewhere like six, seven seed, but like, nah, that's not. That doesn't look like that's happening. Something's got to change. So them, uh, Portland, they're like a defensive team now, which I never thought I was going to see. Uh, but yeah, I'm really impressed with how they're putting things together and they're even being competitive while Dame was out of the lineup for a bit. So um, yeah, um, Utah seems very obvious. We all thought they'd be in the Wenbanyama sweet stakes, but they sit first in the West. So fair enough. Right. I mean. Dame Dame has really hit the ground running. He hasn't looked like he's missed any anything. Like that's what surprised me the most. I mean, when you come back from injury, you like you know you look a little bit slow. You know, you have to find your rhythm again. Yeah, he did have but like he, basically nine months off though. True, true. You know, because he he got surgery because they weren't so they finished with twenty seven wins last year. Mm-hmm. I think they were in like eighth when he decided to get the surgery. It wasn't like they were always at the bottom of the West. So right. Long. Yeah, so he decided to get that surgery. They're like, you know what? Let's just tank. They got Shade and Sharp out of it, which I don't think was a bad to bad move. They made this right. trade for Jeremy Grant. Apparently, they wanted him at the deadline. They waited. They made the trade for him in the offseason, mm-hmm. and they made it happen. And now you turn around, you look at their team, you're like, oh, Portland actually has something. I don't think they're yeah, going like, to win multiple playoff series or anything. Yeah. But, like, no, there's, like, they're doing a lot better than we thought they would. 
Yeah, that's that's a well put together roster though. Like that starting five is is very good. Like even it's a lot better even, than it was given credit coming into the season. A lot yep. of people have Portland in the playing positions just because mm-hmm. you know they're kind of a bit of an unknown quantity because Dame's been gone for so long. Right. But you, you turn around, you look, you're like, ah, they're actually pretty good. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, guys, I would love to stay, but I got to cut. I got my other job starting up in a few minutes here, so I got to drive out there. Yeah, yeah, no problem, bro. Thanks yeah. for coming. We appreciate you. No um, problem. Next time you guys want to do this, right, bro, yeah, sure, sure. Anytime. I'm, I'll let you know. Yeah, shout out you guys, though. Nice Thanks, having bro. you, Pita. No problem, man. No problem. Thanks, bro. Anyway, um, so let me get let me get Sammy. Sammy, what are your top three teams that have surprised you so far? Um, I'd I think I'll just shift a bit to the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Because I think okay. Peter pretty much yeah, um, went through the Western Conference. So for the East, I'm impressed with the Cavs. Um, I mean, with the trade that they had, I thought it might take a little bit longer for them to gel, but they look impressive, you know. They... They've only lost, I think they lost their first game to Toronto in a very tight game. Um, they've beaten the Celtics twice, I think, which is good. Very impressive. And they, they lost by two points to the Clips as well. So they've, they've been good. They're very good. I mean, they are starting five. I really like their starting five. Let me say that. Yeah, their yeah. starting five is impressive. It's a really well-balanced kind of starting five i think to me that's one of the well-balanced starting fives that i see like they have two good big men a real center a real power forward which is very rare to see nowadays you know who are really really good too like with allen and mobley very good guys you know good guys with garland and um um and mitchell and and also uh um, um the, what's his name? Um, I always forget his name. This guy that was on on the net that got oh Jared, Jared Allen. Jared yeah, Allen. No, no, they they they. Oh, Caris Levert. yeah, Levert yeah. as well. So they really fit well. Love coming from the bench is like he has he's fitting in that role perfectly. So their team is good. I'm impressed with them. Um, and also for other teams that are not doing pretty well, I think um. Miami, I don't know what's going on there. They are still kind of around the, the bottom half of the standing. I'm not too sure. I mean, they, I mean, there are this, there are some teams that I feel like they are good, but could they really get better? Like, I mean, there's that question. Even with Portland, you know, as well as they are playing now, the big question is, you know. Are they really now? Are they better than they were kind of when they went to the conference final against Golden State? You know, so it's really like, are they going to really do better than that? I mean, do you think like this team is better than that team or the team that had the Aldridge, um, the Lillard, uh, Matthews, Batum, Aldridge, mm-hmm. Robin Lopez starting five? You know, it, I mean, with Portland, I saw you, I mean, they are doing well, but. You always have to ask these questions. You have to, you know, can they really hit a higher ceiling with a starting five? Who knows? So we'll see. But 
Miami can do better. I think with also Philly as well. I don't know. Um, coming into the season, I mean, we were seeing videos and pictures of James Harden uh, looking good. So we thought they will, that might translate into something major. But I think Harden has, Harden is not the old Harden. I, I, I doubt he, he will hit those, um, those ranges that he, he used to in Houston. I doubt so. They also need to figure something out over there, cause um, Maxi is playing amazing. So I don't know. They have to decide. You know, Maxi is a young star playing very well. He might he could be the the two guy to join Embiid, and it might work. So I don't know what they will do over there. If Harden will be okay, as well not handling the ball all the time, Philly has to figure things out, cause. They play very slow. Philly play extremely slow basketball. So sometimes it, it, it affects their output. So that's a team that I'm also not too impressed with so far. So I'll say Cavs with the Eastern Cup Cavs are playing very well. I'm impressed. Miami, not too good. And then um, Philly as well. So, yeah. I hear it. I hear it. All your, all your teams are, um, you know, pretty, pretty good because... I really want to see what's going to happen in the next 10 games because I feel like by the end of December, early January, things are going to start shaping up. You're going to see the, a better picture of who's going to make the playoffs and who's not. You're going to, like, you know, see a little bit of, you know, who's going to tank and who's going to, you know, hold back. The trade deadline, too, is a, is a great point to know who's going to, like, make the right the right move. So it's a lot It's a lot to, to play for. It's a lot to, to, to look at. So, I mean, I can't wait. But, yeah, Caleb, um, you have any surprising teams that have surprised you, like which seems yeah, um, to watch it too sometimes? Yes, yeah, so I'll go for an unpopular option, which is the Toronto Raptors. Um, I, I've actually been impressed with them because when you look at the games they've won, they've actually cleared potential playoff teams out of the way. So they beat the Sixers, they beat the Hawks. I remember them winning their game versus Cleveland as well. They beat the Heat, and um, there's another team, but I can't I can't really remember. So yeah, they've been impressive. This is not the old look Raptors where Kawhi, Lowry, before that Demar Derozan. This is a low key Raptors team with like a guy like Siakam. He's not a superstar. I mean, he's he's very good, but they don't have a player that you'd say, oh, wow, this guy is like a, a superstar. I don't know if you get what I mean. So it's just a nice, decent roster. They have Scotty Barnes. They have um, Van Vliet. They have Siakam. They have Gary Trent. They have OG Ananobi. They don't really have like... For Portland, Portland is doing well, but you could say, oh, Portland has Lillard. With Raptors, you don't have this go to a guy who like okay yeah so they have a kd or they have a lebron or something so i've been really impressed with them same goes for the jazz the jazz currently sits in first when you go to the west i, I didn't see that coming but i'm actually impressed with the jazz as well laurie mckinnon he, he's been having a very good start to the season i'm also impressed with portland i think i did mention I've been impressed with Portland, and I know we're supposed to give three, but let me just 
make a fall. I've also been impressed with Cleveland because they narrowly missed out on the playoffs last year after uh, missing out to Atlanta and the playing. And this year they just look different. They they look like a different beast. Obviously with um Donovan Mitchell coming on board, they are their new team altogether. Uh, I just can't wait to see how far they can go, but they really look good. They play they play very well, and I think their starting five is really balanced. And it's with Darius Garland coming back, they look very good. So uh, I'll be worried. I'll really be worried. I think the Cavs could go all the way. Yes, yeah, so I've been impressed with these four. But in, in that order, I'll just say Jazz, and then you have the Raptors, you have Portland, and then you have Cleveland. With Cleveland, we sort of expected them to be good this time around, so it's not really surprising. But we still have to give them credit. Yeah, but I just gave you a bonus, a bonus team as fourth. I'll go for Cleveland, but those three, I think we can agree, have been impressive. They all sitting in playoff spots. It's still early days, but it looks good. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. It looks good for the for the Cavs, honestly. I, I enjoy watching them play. Uh their young team. A well put well good put together roster. And you know, it's it's so far so good for them. I'm happy for them. Um um just going on to our last point, I want you guys to give your early, early predictions for who's gonna be MVP. Um, I know it's it's still early. There's a bunch of candidates out there, but who do you think will be your top three candidates to win an MVP? I'll go with you, Sammy. Yeah, um, I, I've actually been amazed by you know the start to the season, like the players, and um, I feel like there's kind of this shift from the old guard to the new crop of players. Like the new crop of players, everyone is on their game, playing really, really well. I'm impressed, you know. There's a shift from the KD, LeBron, you know, Harden, the older guys, Steph, kind of to this new Tatum, Buka, um, Ja, you know, um, these guys, uh, uh, Luca, you know, they are playing extremely well. And I'm, I'm amazed. Most of these guys are averaging 30 points per game. It's amazing. Uh, so saying that out, I'd mention that Luca, obviously, uh, with the way he plays, I I, I always have have question marks because it kind of reminds me of um, Harden on Houston, you know, because a very high usage uh, rating rating player, you know, um, it makes you wonder if they can win with um, such type of play in the playoffs. But Luca is very impressive in the playoffs, but you always wonder if he's going to really kind of, he has the gas tank to take a team um, throughout the playoff playing that way. It's a question mark that we, we, we live to see answered, but he's been impressive so far. So Luca for, for sure is number one. Then um, Yanis, obviously, the main man. He's absolutely amazing. Not having his Robin, I'll say, uh, it's Robin that is, um, uh, uh, how do you call it? Um, what's his yeah, name? Chris Middleton. Yeah, not having Middleton around, uh, but still kind of taking the the bags to a 10-1 record so far. 
absolutely impressive. So Yanis has been good as well. Um, and Mitchell for sure. Mitchell is playing, playing, playing extremely well. Um, reminds me of Bubble Mitchell in the playoffs against um, Jamal Murray. He's really playing, playing well, shooting well, um, shooting well from 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 the three points line as well. So. It's amazing how how he has really settled into the Cavs team. I always felt from last year's playing that the Cavs needed someone like that, you know, someone to close a game, someone who is so confident enough to 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 demand the ball. They they needed a player like that. So it was the I mean with the trader, it's a win win for both sides. Look how the Utah Jazz. I don't think Danny Ainge is happy, but look how they look now. Uh, but the cars are looking amazing so Mitchell as well then I would say um there are some players that are all kind of on the same line Ja Puka um Tatum they are all kind of around the same level you can pick kind of close your eyes and pick in one of them yeah so that that would be my so Luca um Giannis and then take a pick between Buka yeah and um uh, Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very it's very tight at the top, honestly. This, this start of the season has been crazy. These players are playing out of their minds to start the season, honestly. Like it's gonna be a season to be to remember, in my opinion. Um I think it's gonna be close to the end. But just like I said, hopefully by, by January you start to see a, a clear picture of who is still in there and who is out of there, like stuff like that. So but yeah, it's it's gonna be a great season. Um, Caleb, who are your top three candidates for for MVP so far? Early early predictions. Uh, <laughs> I have to go for Yanis. Yanis, I think we all agree. Yanis, the the Bucks have the best record in the in the East and in the league as well. They they won ten games, lost just one. I know the Jazz have also won ten, but they've lost three. So I think the the Bucks have the edge and Giannis has been brilliant in all the games he's played. I think he he sat he sat out just one one game so far. And he's been he's been very good. I mean we all know Giannis is good. It's it's not a surprise, but he keeps like taking his game to the next level. And it will get to a point where actually <laughs> he wouldn't have much to add because he's added three to his game. Uh, I think he he's shooting a, a decent percentage. I need to verify that, but it's better than Brown. <laughs> no shade to Brown, though. But yeah, I'll go for Yanis. I'll look at Doncic. I think the maths, the, the roster is not very great. It's not bad as well. Obviously, losing Branson, but yes, over there. But like Sami said, he's a very high usage player. Like he plays so many games, so many minutes. He exerts a lot. It reminds me of Harden at Houston, like you said. That was that was a perfect um, analogy. I don't know how long he can go, but I'm sure he's going to he's going to get the line. But I think he should be there. So whenever he plays, it looks like the maps are going to win, irrespective of the opposition. Mm-hmm. So I'll go for for Doncic as well. I think they they're going to eventually climb back to a higher seat. I think this is it currently, but strong finish to the previous season. So let's just see how they gel. They have Chris Wood and some other 
decent guys being really who can support. But I think their star man we all agree is on church. So I have him in second. And I think the Suns would eventually do their regular season stuff, regular season champions. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think we'd see Buka in there. But I would also want to go for some dark horses in Jason Tatum and um, Spider Mitchell. Yeah, I would want to say Embiid, but the Sixers, I don't know how that's going to work. They currently sit in, I think, 11th or 10th. They don't even make the play in as a stance, so it's been a terrible start for them. But let's see how they pick up. But as a stance now, I'm going for Giannis, I'm going for Doncic. And in third place, I would I would say Buka, yeah, because the Suns have been good. Ideally, I wanted to mention a name that's going to surprise some of us, but... I think I don't know if that's sustainable for for the Jazz. I was going for Laurie Markkinen. But... Oh, Markkinen, that's my guy so far. Yeah. Honestly, he's he's been playing. Yeah, he's he's, he's been really impressed. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I think I can I can have him fourth. I know they they are first in the West, but it's because I don't think the Jazz is going to go all the way for yeah. for the backs. I know I know they'll be there for Suns. I know they'll be there. With the Jazz, I don't really know. We we could see what happened to the Magic two yeah. two seasons ago, where they they had a very good start. They were playing well. They just decided to tank hard mid season. They let go of Ivan Fournier. They let go of Aaron M. Gordon. They let Vucevic go. They just like tanked, <laughs> destroyed the whole roster. Yeah, I don't know just, if yeah. Angels if Angels going to go for a retank because <laughs> this tanking is not it's not it's not tanking at all. I but mean, yeah, as it stands, I think Markkinen is good, so I'll, I'll yeah. have him in there as well. I mean, with the way Utah is playing, I mean. The values for these players are just I just saw it right now. Like Markinen has gone for someone who got traded um in the was in a, a three a three team trade with, with the Cavs and I think the Bulls. And all of a sudden he's become like the most important player on the franchise. That's crazy. That's that's a great step for him, a great leap for him. So he, he's playing great basketball. But guys, just like Sammy said, Luca and Harding I he think is pretty much the same, the same thing. His usage is high. He takes two or three times the shots that his other teammates take. So he's he's obviously going to score more points. He's obviously going to – he's the best player on the team. He he has to do everything, and he, he's he's doing it very well. I, I'm a big I'm a big Luka fan. I think he's, he's a great basketball player. So it'll be great to see how he does going into the postseason. I think that's when, you know that, – that's, that's, that's where you separate the great from, like, the from the good. You know, that's where everything becomes – um Clara winning in the postseason. So let's wait to see what happens there. But um time far gone. Uh guys, thanks for coming on, Sammy. Thanks for coming on, Caleb. Thanks for coming on, Peter. Um I appreciate you guys' um inputs and takes on on today's 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 episode of, of the OM and NBA podcast. I can't wait to have you guys on again uh you know some other time. But thanks for coming guys. I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, you know, so till next time, guys. LeBron!